With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Yeah. family it's the villain barry jordan here with you on another callers cookout on the sports city chef network calling number nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine with you for the next 60 minutes 58 plus if you're uh counting at home uh listen sports city we're here we're cooking we got a lot going on it's the hero versus the villain where good always wins but every good villain needs a hero and every good hero needs a villain i'm the best hero i'm the best villain in the world i got the best hero on my side with me calling in tp timeless the timeless wonder the head honcho of sports city chefs tp what's going on big bro they want Mimi, but the whole world's taking off so i done took off the blazer loosened up the top <laughs> stepped outside the kitchen timeless is alive you hear me trying to be a hero nowadays sports city well, you know what? He's our kryptonite. He's trying to blind you. He put the Bane mask on. He's trying to breathe. All I got to do is pop one of these pipes, and I'll be all right. And we outside here at the cookout while the grill is being lit. As he gave you the call-in number, he didn't give you the website, sportscitychefs.com. That is the website. Shout-out to the Jordan Foundation, that's for sure. He don't even want to plug the people. Shout-out to X and A. If they don't know who X and A are or A and X, they know what I do. Shout-out to Nick, Shy, the whole clique. You know what I'm saying? I got to do it like that because the Jordan Foundation trying to hold us down, show me love. You know what I'm saying? So that's what heroes do. They don't do this in the villain lair. You know what I'm saying? They get down in their lair. They cook up some evil things. 
They run around with Azriel. They chase people around. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not letting that happen. You know what I'm saying? I got to take care of my people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not watching this happen any longer. They've done this for far too long. They went to the Bronx. They tried to call me names. They went to New Jersey and East Meadowland. They tried to call me names. They do all type of stuff to me. You know what I'm saying? But in the words of SWV, I will be right here. I will be right here. So you already know how to go down, man. We are in the middle of the week doing what we do best, talking that good old sports food for thought. Hopefully y'all can do these dishes. NFL, NBA, NHL on the way. We And, of course, we got college basketball taking off, too. December is coming, the last bird month, but we are here in the middle of November. Appreciate everything that's coming our way. How are you doing, villain? Dude, I'm doing good, man. You, people, Sports City, I don't understand. I know this dude for a long time. I have a lot of friends in my life, but I don't think I have any quite like TT Timeless that just makes me laugh. Like, like literally, I could be around him for hours and I won't stop laughing. Like, that's just because of his energy, what kind of person he is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm spoiled in my life to have good people around me, and he's one of the best, so... I got to give him a shout-out. Shout-out to the, the Powell family. Love all those people. Quincy, everybody. Listen, I also got um, from the 615, Mr. Harvey, uh, the, another hero, two-on-one hero versus villain. Mike, what's going on, big bro? Hey, man, what's going on, fellas? Shout-out to uh, – you, you like how I called you Mike, right? <laughs> I, I do. I do. Uh, I, I'm sure there will be a Matt reference at some point. We'll see what that uh, <laughs> And, and, it's, and it's always intentional. Sometimes I got to ask him. He says, yes, I did. But shout out and love to TT as well, man. Without him, I wouldn't be here. Thanks for having me on, man. A lot, uh, lot going on for sure in the sporting world. All the things that time said also, bro, like not that any of you guys care too much, but you're still going to hear about it from me throughout the fall and winter months. College wrestling's coming up, bro, so it'll be fun to see what happens uh, in the college wrestling season. Yeah, I mean, I don't follow college wrestling as much, but, I mean, I, I do like watching it when it comes. I actually get some channels so I can watch some of it, so it's actually pretty pretty fun to watch. I, I always love watching uh, collegiate and, like, Olympic-style wrestling. So um, let's stick with college, though. Um, I'm sure Mrs. Sirius will be in to call you Matt at some point. We, we all know how that goes. <laughs> but, um, I, I listen, uh, I, I want to get this little appetizer out really quickly. Uh, college basketball started uh, last night. My UConn Huskies with a dominating win. I mean, that didn't count. I mean, they played uh, a cupcake school. But, I mean, obviously, the big matchup of the night last night. Uh, well, tonight, Michigan beat Buffalo. Florida State uh, beat uh, – Florida State beat Penn, is, is, is playing Pennsylvania right now. Uh, so those were the games tonight. Last night, opening up at – at the Garden, Duke-Kentucky opening series, the last opening game for Coach Mike Strzewski, uh, Coach K, one of the all-time greats. Uh, and that game didn't disappoint. Very exciting game. Duke won it 79-71. to TP, I'll come to you first. We had a lot of teams open up. Gonzaga, you know, with, with a, a convincing win. UCLA, Kansas, Villanova, you know, Texas, all getting top wins. But – uh, the only top ten teams to face each other uh, and face stiff competition was uh, Duke and Kentucky. I don't know if you caught that game on ESPN last night. I'd love to get your thoughts on on that game and and the the freshman Paulo. Whew. man, can he ball? What do you think, TP? 
for what? I don't watch college basketball. I just gave that whole intro of what we do around here, and this is what you do to me. <laughs> okay, so first, and he, he gave me butter, soft, fake laughs, people. This is what's happening. I know when he generally laughs because he just told you he's been around me for decades, and I know when he's laughing. He's not even giving me authentic laughs, people. So this is what I'm going to do, Sports City. You had Calipari and Coach K go at it. Two coaches of historically I cannot stand. I can't stand Coach Cal. I can't stand Coach K. But I'm going to tell the truth right now, Sports City. I said this earlier today. I think I will be intently watching every single game Duke plays this year. Um, shout out to Duke for pulling off the classic win to start off the season. Um, they basically had a hand in the game of being up on Kentucky uh, all game long. And I feel like this is still spilling from last season where Kentucky has not found their stride. I mean, they had a bad season last year, but so did Duke. I think Duke has a good amount of, like, freshman talent that came in to help revive this team or the situation from what they had last year, uh, especially with everybody trying to play ball during the COVID era. But um, shout-out for the Blue Devils to do their thing. The reason why I say that is because even though I don't like Coach K, I got to say that he's the best college coach that we've ever seen in college basketball. And for him to be hanging it up, I, I think more or less just the, how long he's been in the game and how old he is at this point in time is the sad part about it. But it's always been the rivalries, whether it's the North Carolina versus Duke or when Duke plays Georgetown. That was a rivalry ever since him and John Thompson Jr. was coaching or, you know, his son was up there coaching as well. Like we were going back and forth in those matchups. So, just watching everybody give their all to go up against Coach K is one thing, but knowing that Coach Cal and Coach K have been having a lot of one and done that have come to their respective universities and not really been able to stay due to the talent or potential that they were being um, locked into, it's kind of unfortunate to see how the game has turned around. So a great way to start out the season 79-71. to 71. Um, I can't take away from the excitement of seeing these two go at it and um, – Coach Cal, you still have some work to do. I still feel like you're going to be a powerhouse out of the SEC. But, again, uh, as much as I don't want to do this, I, I think I'll be tuned into everything Duke does as we watch greatness get ready to put his clipboard up. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like um, the Black Album, Jay-Z, right? You know, Grey's Rapper Alive, that kind of video, watching him go off in the sunset. I mean, I, did you did you watch the his, his freshman, Capallo? Blanchero, um, did you did you would you like by him? Uh, I still feel like there's work to be done, but he did an exceptional job in the game. I mean, while he's getting mm-hmm. the feel into the uh, next level of things, but I still want to see them in ACC play right now. I'm, I'm still questioning Kentucky, even though a lot of people feel high about how they're going to come out the gates. But again, once they get an ACC play where it gets tougher, as they're I think the number two conference in all the college basketball. You know, I'm biased. I'm a Big East guy. I don't care what nobody tell me. You got to tell me if there's a better conference. But um, that's the only way I see a fit right now. <laughs> nah, yeah, I, I think he does have work to do. But, I mean, this kid, he, I, he impressed me. I hadn't really heard a lot about him. I had heard of him, but I didn't see him enough. So, um, to see him last night in the garden, a lot of stars in the building, it was really great to see. Mike, I don't know if you caught the game um, Kentucky Duke or any of the other college basketball games you want to kind of chime in on. Um, uh, that was obviously the marquee matchup. Uh, Kentucky's uh, Oscar, I, I'm going to butcher his last name, so forgive me, but Tishuwe, 
maybe that's close. Um, 17 points, 19 rebounds. Uh, he was a man among boys. He was really dominating the boards. It was, you know, it was just good to see some college basketball. I love watching college basketball, um, especially um, January into February when it starts to heat up and get into March Madness. So what did you see from um, the games last night? Anything you want to kind of chime in on? Nothing uh, that hasn't been said already as far as the both the good Kentucky has been a little more suspect in the last couple of years. And the, mm-hmm. you run the risk of doing that with that kind of model and with that system that Kelly Perry plays with those one and done. Not all those talents always pan out. And so, you know, who knows what I expect them to, you know, year in and year out, they contend in the SEC. And, you know, how can you not talk about Coach K and what he's been to, the, what he's meant to the game. So, uh, obviously, I worry some about the future of college basketball, and I always think about that right at the beginning of the season, and then I end up really getting into it more as it sort of uh, as it sort of opens up. So I haven't caught uh, I haven't caught as much to really be able to speak on. I've been trying to kind of get a feel for uh, get a feel for ba- basketball and uh, and watch and sort of uh, catch up in other areas. And I'm sure in the next couple of weeks I'll I'll try to get a better look at uh, at some of these teams. And we'll go back and watch a little more of uh, these games from there today. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait for uh, college tailgate, talk some college hoops. I know Alan, you know, friend of the program, is a you know, big UConn fan, so I know he's going to have a lot of insight for us. So, you know, it'll be fun. You know, it's just, you know, like, like TP said, this is such a great time of year when you got a lot of sports colliding. you got bas- NBA, college basketball, football, hockey, uh, baseball just cleaned up. So, uh, it's always a great time of year. Um, but well, it definitely wanted to switch gears. Go ahead. Yeah, one other thing I'm always I'm keeping an eye on the American gangster Will Wade to see what he does at uh, at LSU being a Tigers fan. Uh, obviously, yeah. See what happens with uh with with the football team playing out the strings for Coach O. But when it comes to basketball, Will Wade has still avoided those. Uh, you know those. <laughs> he hasn't been run off yet, but I mean the allegations are supposed to be coming down. We'll see over the next couple of months. He's put together a pretty good uh, squad though to maybe put that team in in the NCAA tournament, and we'll see we'll see what happens. But I mean, hopefully it doesn't kill that program for a long period of time. But uh, you know, when it comes to college basketball, just like football, man, you still represent your school, see what they're doing, and, and so it's nice to kind of uh, it'll be interesting to see how that squad opens up. They they won by like 62 points over a state school in Louisiana Monroe yesterday, but they put up 100 points and only gave up 40 or 39 or something. So, you know, start the season off, see what happens. But uh, Will Wade and that LSU program got some talent, and it, it's still going to be interesting from all those things that came down a couple of years ago when I said still kind of uh, makes me a little sad, but the Arizona, the strong-ass offer quotes and all the other things that came out a couple of years ago, uh, all these NCAA investigations are finally supposed to be coming to a head over the next little bit, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, it's it was just good to kind of um, – I was going back and forth with one of our buddies, Seth, um, you know, friend of the show too, grew up with that kid, and we're big UConn fans. So just to see um, people in the gamble, um, you know, that was fun. So, you know, I'm glad, you know, it, it's back and, and we'll start to get into it a little bit more as the season progresses, but it was good to see, good to see some college basketball last night, but uh, definitely want to switch gears. Um, got a call in queue. I'll bring him in in a minute. So, so be patient. I hear you. I see you. 
Um, but I definitely want to get into um, a little bit of NFL, and then we could finish up with some some hoops. But um, definitely want to talk uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, he cleared waivers, narrowed his teams down. I think he narrowed it down to the Saints, the Packers, and the Chiefs. I think the Packers turned out to be his number one, according to a report on ESPN that I saw as recently as to a couple hours ago. So, you know, of those teams, I think that the Packers are his number one, but he gets to pick where he goes. So, um, Mike, I'll come right back to you, brother. Um, where do you think Odell Beckham ends up? I think probably in the next day or two um, he'll be signed up. Where do you think he'll end up? I think he will probably go to the Packers. Because they have the best quarterback. you got Devontae Adams on that team, too. Uh, so you also got a guy that's going to draw some defenses, and you get, have a chance to really get some uh, get some stats and put up some numbers if you're on the field. So I think it's probably Green Bay, uh, and that's why I can see the Chiefs too with, with Mahomes at, at quarterback. But I, I think it's probably Green Bay. Now there there is, you know, the Saints are mentioned. I know there's some suspect about the quarterback position, but we'll also mm-hmm. see. Uh, you know, moving forward, what they have, and if they can lock him up, they still don't know what's going to happen with with Thomas. Can we get him back healthy? What do we need as far as a franchise guy? You don't know uh, right now as far as that franchise being in flux. If you could get him right now to add something to the wide receiver position for you, you'd probably try to do it. He may not go because of the quarterback thing, but sometimes a guy just wants to go back home. I mean, he may not, but there could be a possibility. I mean, you know, I want to go play for my uh, – for my home state team, you know. We'll see. <laughs> no no bias, right? No bias in there, right? <laughs> no, 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 there's not because I told you he was going to go to the Packers. And then I told you there could be a possibility where he decides he wants to go home. But I think he's going right, to right, go to the Packers. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I, You know, I don't know. I, it, I think if Jameis was healthy, the Saints would be a strong contender, to your point. So, um, I think losing him to that devastating injury and then, you know, not really having um, – I think Taysom Hill, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, I think he's still in protocol, right? Uh, concussion protocol? No, he played – So he played this past week. He played this, you know, he played this past weekend, I think. Okay, because I, I thought Simeon started, yeah. right? Didn't Simeon start the game? Yeah, okay. Simeon, yeah, right, Simeon right. did so, start because – Simeon did start because there was – right now they were still trying to see – kind of what they have with him, thinking that they still like Taysom Hill in that utility-type role because he can run, catch, do different things. And when you're mm-hmm. a little bit limited, you got Kamara. And so Sean Payton feels like it probably makes it easier to play him when you have guys that can do multiple things or, you know, multidimensional guys on the, on the field to get the ball mm-hmm. to and try to make plays for you. So uh, they, they don't really have – they haven't gotten enough at that receiver position. And other than Alvin Kamara on that offense to feel like comfortable – putting Taysom Hill behind center without Taysom Hill as a weapon for the quarterback. Right. Uh, you know, it, I, we'll see. I, it's kind of weird, man. I, I don't know why they gave him all that money and then they're not going to play him. It just boggles my mind. But, um, Mr. Time, let's keep you. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's true. But, I mean, that's a big contract for a couple of things that he can do. To, I mean, you should be paying, you know, your starting quarterback that kind of money. But, uh, TP, I'll come back to you, bro. Uh, Odell Beckham, you know, is officially a free agent, can pick where he wants to go. Uh, he got his freedom. Uh, where do you think he'll end up? 
it's interesting because uh, I don't know where you got it from, but um, from what I've seen, uh, source out of not only the the NFL ties, he also has ties in the Boston area with the Globe mm-hmm. uh, saying that he is, like, you know, minutes away from, like, inking the deal with the Patriots. Um, but I want to see okay. where he goes because I, I, I don't really believe that either now because uh, they said all the Packers would be able to give him is the league minimum at 660000 So I really would like to see if Odell would go after just the love of the game and try to make it happen with Devontae and Rodgers would, would be a no-brainer to go there to be alongside them. But if he's trying to get the most for he can for the next eight to nine weeks, it would be New England, especially while they're in the midst of things. And we're starting to see somewhat of a mystery. I don't want to say a decline, but a mystery with the Buffalo Bills. If the Bills continue to sink, the, the Patriots can make this interesting and still try to snatch this division. And also a situation right. where 9 and 8 could still get them into the postseason too. So that's something to look forward to if they do make that happen. Again, I, I, I think it would be uh, interesting if he went to – the Patriots, just for the money that he could pull in, because he's still Odell Beckham at the end of the day. I don't care what anybody says. If they think, like, he's not performing or what, he's worth more than what he's going to be pulling in. And um, it's interesting to see if he were to go to the Packers, because if he went to the Packers, it'd be for less than a million. Um, but the potential of them getting to another NFC championship for the third consecutive season would be another thing also. So I, from what I'm hearing, he's close to make it happening in uh, – New England, but you're hearing so many different stories from so many different venues. I kind of want to sit back and watch it happen. But I just want to see him play and and just try to do something out there on the field because I don't think this is the end for him where a lot of people are trying to peg it towards him. Well, I just think it was just a messy situation from him in the last two seasons in New York and all of his seasons in Cleveland while he was trying to make things happen. It's just been, you know, not an easy match for Odell to say the least of. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of interesting uh, – I heard about the Patriots. It's just a lot of interesting um, scenarios that come about from either going to the Packers or going to the Patriots or the Chiefs. Like, it's not only for this year. You wouldn't sign them for one year, to your point. You're signing them for a couple years, right? So, um, if you go to Green Bay, who knows if Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Allen will be here after next year, right? <clears throat> So that's one scenario to think about. Then you got the Patriots where they have a rookie quarterback, right? So, you know, Odell might dominate that rookie quarterback and his growth might be stunted. Who knows? So it's kind of weird. But, uh, excuse me, I got something in my throat. Uh, I got Sirius in the building, uh, Mr. Mr. Aaron Simmons. Sirius, what's going on, brother? Talk to me about Odell Beckham Jr. Where do you think he's going to end up? You know, gentlemen, it really comes down to the Green Bay Packers for me. You know, I don't think that any other team would make football sense. It would be a great feel-good story if you went to back home and to New Orleans and played with the Saints. But if he was going to do that, he might as well have kept it behind in Cleveland and play with Baker Mayfield because ultimately the quarterback play there is better in Cleveland than it is and New Orleans. I'm not picking the Seattle Seahawks because, again, if you're Odell Beckham Jr., okay, you want to get to a place where you are winning consistently and have a legitimate shot at competing for a championship, okay? 
And although Seattle is, is, is a sexy pick because you've got, you know, DK and Lockett and whatnot, that Seattle defense is atrocious, okay? And the same can be said for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, you can go to Kansas City and play with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and, you know, make all of us who play Madden get excited and, you know, he can put up fantasy numbers. But when it came down to actually doing something in the playoffs, we have all said on this very network as, 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 as recent as yesterday that the Kansas City Chiefs are not going to be a playoff caliber team. So, again, common sense would say if you're Odell Beckham Jr. and you want to prove that you can still get it done, take your behind the Green Bay, pair yourself with Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers and company, all of which are on one-year deals, you know what I'm saying? So, again, if you need to – if you need to take a league minimum, then take yourself a league minimum, go up there, and all three of y'all figure out what y'all want to do next year. You know, Devontae Adams is an unrestricted free agent next year. He, he may not be there. The whole situation with Aaron Rodgers is what it is. He may not be there next year. Odell Buckham Jr., if he goes to Green Bay, is an unrestricted spot next year. But if you have the opportunity to give Aaron Rodgers the one thing that he has craved more than the spotlight, and that's the number two wide receiver, you do anything that you can to sweeten the deal, make them part owner, you know what I'm saying, let them see some bad pictures, whatever you got to do to get Odell Beckham Jr. in the Green Bay Packer uniform, you have to get that done. Because let's keep it a buck. They have a shot to win it this year. That defense gives them a shot to win it this year. You pair him with the offensive weapons, this year, there has been no coach in, in, since Matt LaFleur has been the head coach that has won more games than the Green Bay Packers. I'm a Stella fan. I got a Giants fan in here. I got a Detroit Lions fan in here. We don't understand the statistics. So there has been no coach that has won more games than Matt LaFleur. You have, it's a no-brainer for me. I, don't, I, don't, I personally do not understand why it's taking this long for him to run up there, sign on that line, get get whatever test he needs to get, and, 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 and go ball. Not to mention that. Because, because, because. I said this yesterday, Barry, and again, I, I'm, I'm going to jump in. I'm, I'm going to jump out and let you do what you got to do. The Green Bay mm-hmm. Packers have a date with the Cleveland Browns December 25th. <laughs> Come on now, man. <laughs> I, li- I, I, I had to giggle when you said that last night on the NFL free-for-all Tuesdays at uh, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time with Sirius and the villain. Um, <clears throat> shameless plug. Listen, you're not wrong, but I, I'm looking at it from this perspective, and, and, um, and I, I kind of alluded to it before. We're talking about the Packers for this year. Yes, that can win them a chip, but Odell Beckham is not a one-year guy. He needs to get a. He doesn't want to go back into the market next year. I I don't think he he, he can afford to do that. He should be. He has to get a deal for multiple years, right? Like Mike, what do you think? I think that's the same reason why. I I think he'll have to get one, but he may have to he may have to do some work to prove it. But if you look at it, if he goes to the Packers, Devontae Adams could become a free agent. He might have to be the number one next year if they don't. Uh, we said right. Adams. If he goes to the Saints, we don't know what's up with Michael Thomas. These are both mm-hmm. franchises where he could be the number one guy, and if they get the next, if they were to resign that number one guy, he's a hell of a number two. And you got a great receiving core if that guy's on the field. 
So uh, that's why either one of these teams makes sense to me. But, I mean, I, I don't know that he's done enough right now that to pick him up. I'm trying to sign him to multiple years. If I'm the Packers and I have to, though, I offer him something like that because then I have a cushion if I lose Adams. If I'm the Packers and I have to and it makes a difference on getting him done, I get Aaron Rodgers that weapon. I'm giving him the, a multiple deal if I'm the Packers. I don't know if they have the cash space. TP, I think you said it, that they can only offer him the minimum, correct? Like, the Packers can't really give him. They can offer him the vet league minimum, which is $660,000. It doesn't make sense. But if he is ring chasing, it makes sense because they have the offense to get it done right now. I'm not buying that defensive plug that he gave the Packers. There's no way, Um, especially with the game that they lost up against the Chiefs. I I really feel like they could have done much better up against a Chiefs team that's struggling. And Mahomes is turning the ball over to everybody. Like Oprah's giving away cars and books. You could get a book. You can get a car. Everyone. Gets a book. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm not buying that. And um, that defense still has to show up. And if he's going to go there for one year and they all leave, what, what's the purpose? He, he should want to say there. Now, the reason why I'm looking at the Patriots situation is because they have a young quarterback that Odell himself is speaking up, saying that this guy is the truth already. So it's like. And he's not been able to hit a slant since he's gotten to Cleveland. Like, he hasn't really had that given to him where all of the intermediate plays are there for him in New England. So, I mean, I, I beg to differ with what's been said previously. But um, if he goes to Green Bay, I understand for the now effect. If they're trying to get a championship now, it makes sense. But if, if not, I, I mean, it, it's a backwards move. So I really feel like he could either go back home to New Orleans. The, the Chiefs are struggling to, you know, to find the number two outside of Tyreek, I really think that he could be the guy because a Hardman is the number two. He has blazing speed, but he's fumbling and turning the ball over and letting his team down. They have Pringle. Of course, they got Travis Kelsey as another option. I mean, there's teams that, that he can fit in to be that number two or the number one guy strongly, but I feel like he could go into New England, be a part of that culture, be the number one, and he could also celebrate. Not like they want him to be boisterous, as you will, but you know that's going to happen if he gets to the end zone. You've seen uh, – Gronkowski get to the end zone and make it happen, or Moss get to the end zone and make it happen. Odell could be the next best thing cooking in Massachusetts if, if they could uh, ink the deal. They said that they could sign him for everything that they have left in the cap, which is 2.9, which makes a ton of sense. When if I think about their depth chart in the receiver core, give me one receiver that troubles him or is better than him in the receiving core. I think he would end up being the guy with the light shining on him in the middle of Massachusetts. But, again, that is enticing in front of Aaron Rodgers. And who's to say if there's not more that comes out of the Aaron Rodgers situation with all of this melee that he has around him with how he got, like, uh, kind of lied to everybody. Or not kind of, he lied to everybody. So we'll go from there, though. Yeah, we'll get to that, too. I mean, but Odell, listen, Bill Belichick loves Odell, and Odell loves Bill Belichick. From that perspective, it's a fit. Josh McDaniels would figure out a way to get him the ball, right? I think I, Jones is a good quarterback where he – I don't think he would he would force the ball. He he's he's dealt with big time receivers. He's played with them at Alabama, so I don't think he would be too starstruck. But you know, it is a different dynamic, and I think but I think going to Green Bay to serious point makes sense for him because maybe Green Bay would use him as a, as bait to say, hey Aaron, come back next year. You got two. You might have two good receivers to throw to next year, uh, depending on what happens this year. So. You know, it'll be interesting. I don't know if anybody else has any other opinions. Uh, you know, I, I, I know Seattle was thrown out there. I think Sirius made a, a solid point. Their defense is, is crappy. But if you can't build your defense midway through the season, 
you might as well score as many points as you can. And adding Odell will help well, you do that. And, and they're getting their quarterback I, back. So, uh, oh, that might. I like to. I like TP's point in the Patriots, though, because I mean, and Matt Jones being a guy supposedly accurate, he can throw his intermediate stuff. And you look at a lot of the Odell's numbers or those slants and that kind of thing, and then getting space and just running away from people. So uh, those those intermediate routes in that space there could could really fit his game and and do wonders for him. So uh, you know, you wonder about New England's desire to keep a guy multiple years, but if he does something there, he could. I mean, that's a team that. Uh, they they got a defense. They still have a lot of things in place. And you're right. He could really shine in Massachusetts if he wanted to go there. Absolutely. We'll see how I'll it turns one, out. I, I'll, I, say one, I'll, say ahead, ahead, I'll say one more thing, and then I'll say one more thing, and then we can move on. I think if if, if if I'm cutting this pie up, okay, obviously I'm giving the biggest piece to the the the, the Green Bay Packers as as to who would get Odell. But mm-hmm. this whole New England Patriots thing does have have my attention um, because, again, the relationship, like my man T.P. alluded to, the relationship between Bill Belichick and Odell is, 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 is pretty special. And I said this yesterday, that when problem children, quote-unquote problem children, get released, the one place that they tend to always run to and fly right is New England. You know, now a lot of that had to do with mm-hmm. the fact that Tom Brady was there and Tom Brady has the ability to tell uh, people, to, you know, where to go and how to get there, and they tend to listen. But with that being said, Barry, you alluded to it, you know, uh, while I was waiting on hold. Matt Jones is a rookie. You know what I'm saying? So God forbid they go through a stretch where – um, he's overthrown or he's missing some things or whatever the case may be, does the volatile aspect of what makes Odell Odell raises up the head and it become a problem in the locker room. I doubt it because, again, mm-hmm. Belichick is there, but it's something that needs to be said. Again, if it's about, if, if it's about dollars and cents, then this, this, this whole exercise is moot because, again, he's going to go to whomever – has the most money, and he's not going to really worry about chasing a ring, which is something that has eluded him. If this is about getting a ring and about, you know, solidifying your career and having a, a, a unique opportunity to play against your former ball club in three and a half, four weeks, you know, Green Bay is it. But I'm going to keep it on that, on that New England Patriot thing. Now, I saw that story break earlier this afternoon as well. Yeah, I mean, and I kind of said it yesterday. I still think he can play in this league, but it, it it's still not a good look for him to be on a, a team that was winning last year and, you know, above 500 this year, and he, he wanted out. And, you know, the first game that he didn't play, they went on, they went on a tear. So it didn't look good, but I think hopefully he can go somewhere where he wants to win, he can contribute. And you know what? It, it was of the relationship with the quarterback that was the problem. So hopefully, they, you know, he figures it out and he goes to a, a, a situation that works for him. Uh, you know, listen, Sports City Chefs, the Callers Cookout, call in number 929-477-2759 with you for about another 25 minutes talking some football, basketball, uh, anything that comes to uh, anything that comes to the head. 
Uh, I wanted to, to, to dive into Aaron Rodgers really quickly. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because he buried it yesterday. Me and Sirius went hard, super hard, you know, and then I was talking to a Packers fan today. They, they love an Aaron Rodgers, you know, and he's kind of going to get through with this. He's going to get away with it. Um, he kind of backtracked off of his comments where he tried to compare himself to uh, people in politics and didn't want to be a, he wanted to be an athlete, not active, blah, 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 whatever. But the fact that, I'm looking at C.D. Lamb getting fined almost $50,000 for not tucking in his jersey, but Aaron Rodgers fined under $15,000 for breaking COVID protocols. I got a problem with that. It doesn't sit well with me. Um, you know, I think, you know, the $300,000 fine that the Packers got yesterday was kind of just a slap on the wrist because the league, who who's in charge of the league? The owners. So, you know what I mean? Like they're, it's like punishing themselves. Well, you know what? I'm not going to have this cook, last cookie tonight. I ate four of them. I'm not going to have this last one tonight. I'm just going to go to bed. Like you're punishing yourself. I mean, it's ridiculous um, that the, the, you know, the fights that came down. TP, I, I don't, we haven't talked about it. I mean, it's serious. Have I, I love to get your opinion on the fines levied. Are the Packers and the, and the and Aaron Rodgers kind of getting away with, with this whole situation? They're just kind of getting off scot-free. Um, the Green Bay Packers are an NFL cash cow. They make money off of that organization, and I think this is what they're saving face off of. For them to give him a fourteen, a little bit over fourteen thousand dollar fine, I mean that was I think something the league had set for the standard of something of this nature. But it's like, come on, he he actually got away with this for weeks on end, and he jeopardized not only himself or not only the people that are in that arena. But you have reporters alike that have families that they're going home to, and he's in there actually stating on camera, being recorded, documented, saying that he's okay, like like everything's all right, and he's not, and he got caught in a situation. What had happened if he was around, he, he, he was around Jordan Love? You lucky Jordan Love came up with a good test. That is built into the practice squad quarterback if that didn't go the right way. He's up in the center space mm. every down. He's basically underneath center. He's around at least. 10 people or eight people or nine people with the front of five linemen on his side or three fours or four threes. That's at least nine people that he's around every snap that he could be jeopardizing. Then again, think about where he just came from Kansas city and they had some of those situations pop up in Kansas city. Could this be him? Like they have to go along the lines of following this the best that they can. They said the equivalent of how much he was fined was to the average American being fined by any regulation or things of that nature was $33 and 80 cents. And not to say, like, we laugh at that type of money because we all need it, but it's like, come on, you didn't do anything to the, the guy that has money from enough endorsements from State Farm to pay that off. State Farm will pay that for him and just say that's an insurance fund. You know what I'm saying? Or or, or looking at the $300,000 that you charge Green Bay for, they probably make that off of the jerseys that his name sells alone. So it's like, what, what are you guys doing here? Like, like this is ridiculous that the NFL has gone this far, and I hate to go this way because Sirius is here, but you had Big Ben – go through a situation in years where they basically try to save face for him, and he missed time. He was suspended for some crazy stuff that he did. And then you had a situation where Spygate or Deflategate went down. They lost draft picks and money. They're not doing stuff to where it's a detriment to people in the world today. And he did that with a smile. He's even going on other networks like Pat McAfee's uh, podcast and, like, kind of saying how he got away with it, things of that nature. This isn't a joke, bro. I know people that have passed away from this. Like, like, 
What are you mm-hmm. up to? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what you're trying to get over with. And there's so many people that are coming from their select areas or people that push the agenda of how they're not or going to do these situations. It's like, come on, you can't be bigger than what's going on right now. Like, so I don't get it. It, it, uh, it I feel like it's brutally unfair at the end of the day. Um, some people may support Green Bay. I, I don't like this not one bit, knowing that he was in that arena and basically he wasn't, uh, how do I say, vaccinated or immunized, however he's using that. Um, immunized. Immunized, whatever. Like, You're joke. right. <laughs> and so so um, this picture, picture if, look, look, let me just use the guy that we're talking about. Picture if Odell pulled that. Or picture if Cam uh, oh. Newton pulled that. Or, or picture just your your player that's bushes. If T.O. was around, if T.O. did that, they would bury these guys. It's, it's not fair any longer, and especially his name being so big. They don't want to do it to a guy like Aaron Rodgers because he's almost – and even Brady got suspended. Brady missed time for that deflate gay stuff, right? So so if he's missing it for taking a .1 decibel of air out of a damn ball, then why can't he miss time? Like, he's out for the COVID, and that's that? Like, that's all you're going to do? Like, they they got to claim their shoes, and that's the NFL and Green Bay at the end of the day. Both of them are liable. TP just basically t- said everything we said and, and more. I, I couldn't agree with him more. Um, it's I said it last night. We had um, a, one of a, one of my friends, uh, Anthony, that called in. Um, we, he was on the show with us, and, and he brought up a lot of great points that you brought up. And I said it point blank. It's privilege. It's not only privilege, it's white privilege. He thought the rules didn't apply to him. He thought he could get away with it because he's Aaron freaking Rodgers. I got the Rodgers rate. I can do whatever I want. And I, I'm literally talking to a Packers fan during this, and it's like they're coming up with all these excuses. Like, well, he was 13 feet away at press conferences. We're not talking about press conferences. What about in the quarterback room to TP's point where he's in the room with Jordan Love and other coaches? What about on the sideline where you got Carson Wentz, who's not immunized, you got uh, Kirk Cousins, who's not immunized, right? They're on the side, and they have a mask on. Where's your mask? Then you go out as John Wick to a party, and, and you could have been a super spreader. You could have came back from that party and spread it around to the quarterback room and other people. That's what we're talking about because you didn't think the rules apply to you. And the Packers are culpable. They should have lost a draft pick at the very least. They should have had a first round taken from him because they knew he wasn't immunized, and they still let him go around and do whatever he wanted because he's Aaron Rodgers because he's got the Rodgers rate because that doesn't apply to him because he's smarter than everybody in the room. Mike, I'd love to hear your opinion on this. Um, I could go on for days. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but I definitely want to get your opinion, then we can kind of move into some other stuff. I think the word that just keeps coming back to me is entitled. I mean, just like yeah. you just said, and I mean, I, I can't, I can't agree anymore with all the things that were said in this situation. Like everybody's liable. If you if you have rules, uh, we've said this before about other guys. You know, I, I would take the same thing. Uh, I would take the same thing that I said about uh, Kyrie and say that this is worse because you just outright lied about it and weren't up front and didn't follow yes. the calls and rules. And so I think that deserves a lot more smoke, uh, especially on behalf of, I mean, everything that happened leading up. But this, like, to me, this doesn't even compare to his antics in the offseason. This is a whole other level of inconsiderate and entitlement. 
Absolutely. And you know what? And I, I said it, I said it last night. Um, Sirius was with me. I have been one of the guys that kills Kyrie Irving on this show. And me and TP have fought about it, not physically, but we've gotten into arguments about it. I, I think Kyrie looks like roses right now compared to Aaron Rodgers because at least he had the balls to come out and say, I'm not vaccinated. Like, Aaron Rodgers just lied about it and then had his bullshit excuse uh, on Friday on the McAfee show talking about Joe Rogan is his, like, legal and medical advisor. Like, dude, if you had came out with this whole thing back then when they asked you point blank, are you vaccinated, then we wouldn't be having this discussion right now. The fact that you lied about it then makes it worse now. That's the problem. At least Kyrie didn't lie about it. He stand by his laurels. You, you, you a coward. You are a coward. I'm serious, I'll let you clean this up. Now, I definitely want to get into some NBA talk before we get out of here. Um, I, there's nothing more that I need to say. Um, <laughs> again, everybody who, everybody who knows me know I, I beat this thing to death. Um, and again, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, he's a coward. You know, you can't really, you know, pee on my leg and then try to convince me it's not raining. Like, honestly, what what he did <laughs> by trying to trying to say, you know what, I'm not a politician, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a figure. I, I don't want to be looked at this way or whatever the case may be. I'm sorry, bro. You got one side of the fence loving you, and you got the other side of the fence hating you. So, again. This is your cross. This is your bed. You you made it, so lay there. You know what I'm saying? What the NFL did is, is Bush League at best. You know, again, we've, we've seen people suspended for significantly less. Again, we, we all understand what C.D. Lamb is going through. Again, I'm, I'm not going to spend more time on it. We can keep it moving. But, again, I echo what everybody's saying. Um, and once again, I'll make this point very, very clear. Very, very, very clear. If you are not vaccinated, it is your it is your right to not be vaccinated. But it's yes. not your right to lie about being vaccinated and put others in jail, put put others at, at risk. If, if, if that's the cross you want to bear, bear your cross. These are the consequences for bearing said cross. Exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody on this call has lost somebody to COVID. Go ahead, Mike. One of my most favorite people in the world just lost her mother. She was not, and the thing is, is she did never lie about anything. She couldn't get vaccinated for a while because she had some other things. And then by the time they finally got to her in the vaccine rotation, she caught it. And then she got it at work. She brought it home. Her mom got it. They were in the hospital within two days of each other. Two went in, one came out. That's the point. That's the point. Like, um, I know a friend of mine that I'm close with, his wife is still battling COVID for over two weeks because somebody brought it to the workplace at the school, you know what I mean, where she works. Like, it's not a game. I, I, I'm moving on, kids. I could, mm, 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 I, you know, it just breaks my heart. But, um, yeah, I, I I wanted to avoid this, but Sirius made me, so I'm going to bring it up. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook um, is basically got a lawsuit coming out against him, accusing him of, of assault. Um, 
but you know he's maintained his innocence. He had like a, a almost a five minute uh, press conference today saying you know the truth will come out. Uh, I wanted to wait until more information came out about this, um, but you know it's starting to kind of heat up a little bit. <laughs> Dalvin Cook heat up, you know. Um, but I mean TP, I don't know if you got light of this situation. I, I, we don't have to, you know, you know, innocent until proven guilty, but, you know, I definitely want to get your opinion on this before I, I move into anything else. Um, I just want to wait till I guess more comes out about the situation, but um, they have video footage of that day and the girl came there basically assaulting him. And uh, yeah. I feel from what I've, I've seen and heard, I, I feel like he's justified and that girl came over there to start trouble and for all of this stuff that he's gone through due to injury, whether it be a mace or things of that nature, that's just uncontrollably ridiculous. And it's like, what can he do? And it's to a certain standard of, like, what do you do to a, a female or a lady at that point in time? You know, like, if she's assaulting you, has you by your hair, she's macing you, she has a firearm, she's of military descent or background, it's like mm-hmm. – what what are you to do at this point in time? And then you're gonna to have to go through all the legalities. Let alone this dude is in the middle of a season right now. While this stuff comes to him right now, it is not fair to me. Like at least that's how I feel about the scenario. People may feel different, and I feel bad that I'm actually cheering on a Florida State Seminole. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm a man, and at the end of the day, I'm also a black male too. So this is the stuff that he has to find himself trying to do all the legal stuff the right way to get out of this storm. And I'm hoping that it comes out the right way. I feel like he's okay. I I, I wish him the best of luck, best on rehabbing himself as well due to the injuries that he may have sustained. But this is this is crazy and nonsense to a guy that, I, as much as he's been a rival of mine while he's coming out of college, that I totally, you know, back him in this scenario is how he could try to overcome this at the end of the day. But I'm I'm – I'm hurt by it, like, to hear this, that, you know, the way that she was playing. Like, she wasn't playing yeah. fair, you know, and um, came there with all purposes of at least harming him, at least harming him. It, it could have gotten worse, you know, so uh, I'm I'm puzzled. Yeah, I mean, no criminal charges were filed at the time, and, and the con- the cops weren't contacted, so it's it's a murky situation. I wanted to wait on it. I think seriously, you know, I kind of chatted about it. Um but, I mean, to your point, I, I give him credit because, you know, with all that kind of the macing and the uh, firearm, she's a sergeant in the Army or was a former sergeant. The fact that something worse didn't happen is pretty amazing and that we're only hearing about it now. This was like a year ago. Serious, I'd love to get your, your two cents on it, and then, you know, I'll get, kick it to Mike and we can just throw it around real quick. You know, gentlemen, and, and, and I'm going to tread very, 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 very lightly with, with the dialogue that, that I've used in the choice of wording. Um, we live in a day and age where the male species in, in general is, is guilty until proven innocent. It, it doesn't matter. Black male. What we blackmail? Well, no, no, no. Not necessarily black in this situation. And, and again, I'll, sure, I'll, I'll sure. preface this by saying, I'll, I'll preface this by saying, and and when it, when it comes to domestic situations, I think yes, every male kind of share shares this. Okay, and, and the reason why I started it by saying that saying that is, women know that. Okay, it, 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 it doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter how they behave. 
you know, we 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 are behind the eight ball as, as males, even so much as, as to say, um, a a female or or mother at would have to be literally caught with you know needle in arm, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, before a father is awarded custody of his own children. Um. So when it comes to the Donald Cook situation. I, I I don't know what else he's supposed to do. Um, I I don't condone domestic violence at all. And again, everybody you know kind of sitting here agrees with that, and we we all share that. Um, I do want to see what else comes of this story. Um, but I do feel bad for Dalvin Cook. Um, at this moment, as we currently sit here, this 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 does appear to be an extortion situation. This does appear that Dalvin Cook, whatever everything that he did, was only up and up. And um, but again, he is men in general are behind the eight ball when it, when it comes to situations. Um, and I, I, I long to see the day where um, the, the 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 female attackers are held to the same standard. Uh, that the male attackers is because God forbid had this been a Ray Wright situation, he would have been dragged. It, 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 it had been a no, his career would have been over. You know, if he went into right. that woman's house and with, with, with ill intentions and assaulted her and maced her and you know pulled her hair and things of that nature, like it's being alleged that took place uh, on the on the reverse. Donald Cook would, would, wouldn't touch a football for the rest of his life. Uh, so if, if 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 that's the case with 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 Donald Cook, if 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 he was the aggressor, why is that not the case? If the 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 female is the attacker and he's protecting and defending himself, um, everything that I'm hearing is is, is like that again. When more information comes out, you know, we may have a different conversation, but I, 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 I wish for healing. I wish for restoration um, for, for all parties involved, even the female. Um, I, and I hope if, if help is, is required, help is able to be achieved. But um, this is really a bad situation for Donald to find himself in uh, because, again, in 2021, you are guilty until you're proven innocent, no matter how much information you have to back your position. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll, like TP said, and I agree with you, Sears, when the information comes out, we'll see how it develops. But, you know, you, you bring up valid points. Mike, I don't know if you had an opinion on this really quickly before we move on. I don't know if we got Mike. Uh, no, we don't, we don't have Mike. But uh, five minutes left. Um my Knicks lost, man. Orange and blue skies. It was a valiant comeback, but uh, they lost in the garden. Um, you know, we didn't even get to NBA talk. It's crazy. We don't need to because we got the crossover cafe back tomorrow, 9 o'clock, on the Sports City Chefs Network. Um, that'll be fun. Um, I, I hope you guys get to call in. I think Dave is going to be uh, manning that show. We'll, you know, it'll be a team effort. We just love talking basketball, throwing some hoops around. So, um, you know, We'll definitely get into that. TP, is there any NBA you want to tease us with before we get out of here? 
uh, that we might be able to talk about tomorrow on the Crossover Cafe, uh, the first official uh, episode of the season. You better not shout. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. The Thunder <laughs> have a three-game winning streak. We're up 16 <laughs> in the fourth quarter. We are going on to a four-game streak. We are getting up in the Western Conference, so be good for goodness sakes. Oh, we're up 17. <laughs> we're going to do it right. Got jokes. Got jokes. But seriously, TP. We're on right now. But I like it. This is the crazy part. No, no, because this is. I got to talk. I got to talk. I got to tell about Phil. I got to tell about Phil. I got to talk about my team as I see it. You talking about the wrong orange and blue right now? You know, I'm talking about the right orange and blue right now. And the crazy part about this was people were screaming at me talking about, oh, y'all picked up Josh Giddy. Who is he? Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Yo, this dude, if you have not seen Josh Giddy play out of Australia, he is awesome at 19. He's not putting up gaudy numbers, but you have to watch this dude play. He can attack the rim with both hands. He's 6'8". He can dunk and he can shoot. And not only can he can shoot, he can shoot from deep. It's not even like he's just shooting the three, just to shoot the three and hitting it. No, it's like he's like at least three feet off the line shooting that joint confidently. Like he, he clearing Shea out to take this out. I'm like, oh, okay, you 19? You 19? Okay, okay, fine, fine, forget it. Let, let, let that boy go. Let, let, let him do what he got to do. So, hey, I'm, I'm okay. Um, also, the uh, the issues that remain in L.A., they got a tough game tonight up against Miami. I want to keep my eyes peeled for that game right now. Um Hopefully Miami could go in there and steal it to cause more melee in there. Um, they're saying LeBron's injury may run for a potential one to two months. So I want to see, I want to watch that closely too. But I'm telling you why the Thunder are potentially on a four-game streak right now. <laughs> you know what's great, though? If they played the Lakers, they'd be 82-0. Uh, and 0. Oh. <laughs> Oh, my God. We, 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 we might go 82 and 0. We might smack everybody around. Everybody. We need everybody. You can get a smack and everybody can get a smack and board. Are you crazy? Serious. Serious. Now, I, I, TP, I'll ask you real quick, and then I want to ask you. We know the Lakers will be there, but do you think LeBron is going to take a lot of this season off to rest himself for the playoffs? It's interesting because if it's really that a domino strain that they're picking on, they say that this mm-hmm. could be a one- to two-month injury. Um, I think he will rest if it, how severe they say that this situation is because you got to think he's older now. He's not the younger LeBron. And uh, the month of December is here. Is we, me and him shared a birthday month, so I know that he's probably going to rest until his birthday hits, and that will be interesting. At least he's getting the time off to, like, heal and have the reason why to be home, too. So it's unfortunate. Um, in my own personal life, I would want the Lakers to lose a, a lot of games so they're out of the way, but I feel like they'll save face because they do got enough star power there. Carmelo shooting the crap out of the ball. So, uh, you know, yes. it's interesting to see how this is going down right now. Yes, Melo is, is balling right now, but, you know, I don't know how long he can keep it up. Serious, what do you think about the Lakers? Can Will, will LeBron, like, pretty much take a lot of the season to kind of be ready for the playoffs? I mean, if I'm LeBron, I, I kind of do kind of coast a little bit, um, you know, and see, make sure I'm, I'm available for this for the stretch run. Um, it's it's here's the thing: if you're Anthony Davis who battles injury, if you're Carmelo Anthony who jumped on to try to 
Chase a Ring, if you're Russell Westbrook, who for all intents and purposes, you know, is who he is, you got to be able to stable the ship. You got to be able to stay to stay the ship until LeBron gets back. Um, I think this is going to be Frank Vogel's best type of coaching job if he's able to to get them to fly right and play right. Um, it's going to be interesting. Very very interesting. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be. I I, I really think LeBron. Should, I, I don't think they care as long as they're not in the play-in game. I don't think they really care about the regular season. They they shouldn't. Um, yeah, they got to get him healthy. They got to get him right. Um, serious. We're, we're going to get out of here. Um, uh, you, we had to tease a little bit of NBA, but um, definitely give us a closeout. Thanks for calling in. Um, and you know, as always, appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir, man. It's your boy, Sirius, repping that 412 and the 703, man. Such a pleasure to be here with you guys on another edition of the Call of Cookout. One thing I wanted to say before I get out of here, and, again, we may go talk about this tomorrow, I've just seen a report that say Clay Thompson might be back for Christmas. Uh-oh. Clay Thompson may be back for Christmas. And could you imagine what happens with Clay and Seth and them boys? Uh, you know what? We'll talk about it tomorrow on the Crossover Cafe, man. It's your boy, Sirius, man. I'll catch up with you guys on the next one. Yeah, I mean, the, the, they, I mean, they haven't played a lot of stiff competition, but 9-1 and one or whatever is, is still pretty darn good. So um, we'll see. It, you know, Poole, <clears throat> he looks good, man. He looks confident. Gary Payton on second. Oh, God. TP, timeless. Um, I'll kick it to you to close us. But, I mean, listen, like he said, SportsCityChefs.com. Get to the website. We're doing a lot of great things on there. Um, we got the crossover cafe, like I said, tomorrow at nine o'clock. Uh, Dave is going to be hosting that. We'll all be on that show. Um, we're going to do a show uh, in partnership with CEV Sports. So on Friday at nine o'clock. So be ready for that. We're going to do a live show. Uh, it'll be on our Instagram, uh, not probably not our Instagram, but Facebook and Twitter accounts and some other platforms, probably YouTube as well. So definitely be on the lookout for that. Sports City's doing a lot of big things. We're moving on up. So holla at your boys. TP Timeless, you know what to do, bro. Get us out of here, man. Yeah, first off, Aaron sounds like a doggone warrior fan. I think people may be potentially jumping ship. I don't know what's happening around here. I have to do some reassessment and evaluating. I just don't like the way this is going down. We're going to have to take a talk to the, the offices in New York with the Sports City Chefs and things of that nature. Um, yeah, just like they said, continue to follow the website, sportscitychefs.com. We, we, the Jordan Foundation is putting out a lot of work now. You know, they, they've been doing a lot of work around here, so continue to support them as they continue to put out that stuff for us. Crossover Cafe back in effect. Uh, we're doing a lot of movement. The bird months are here. And, again, my thunder are potentially on a four-game streak. I can't believe this has happened. I really thought we were going to suffer. But the young boys are doing some things, including beating probably one of the better teams in the Western Conference, even though they're not playing like it in the Lakers. They don't want me to talk my stuff, but I'm going to talk my stuff. i got to talk. That's how I feel. I just got to let them know. So on that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that. It's the chefs again. Oh, I'm going with the Ravens. That's a no-brainer. And if they don't know, now they know. Sports City chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman verse MF Doom, the clouds loom. The 
tell a friend it's the sports city chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Sports city, sports city, chef you, chef you. Sports city, sports city, chef you, chef you. Yeah. Cap. Taj. Connecticut. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 